Yeah. And, and not just participants, you have to include the volunteers in that number. As yeah. Well. Um, I would say well over 300. Yeah. I think yeah. It, families alone, we, we kind of added up for last year, over 500 families we were able to wow. last year. Um, of course, there are some families that only do adventures or only do sports, but then we have some that sign up for every single thing that we do. So we're pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be able to see people in lots of different aspects. The Life in Motion podcast is brought to you by Actual Outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at actualoutdoors.com. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 137 of Life in Motion. I've got Kate and Brooke with me from Jacob's Chance. Their mission is to empower individuals with developmental, intellectual, and physical disabilities through inclusive programs. I'm also really excited to announce that they are February's nonprofit partner, which means this month, 20% of all sales from LumenCollect.com will be donated to their mission. Um, I'm excited to learn more about their impact and also to what the community collection means to them. Uh, Kate, Brooke, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having us. We're really excited to be here. Absolutely. Yeah. Much. Yes. Yes. Me, me as well. We love the logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's, uh, let's start with, um, you know, the reason of, of the shirt and maybe the impact with that. So, but before we do that, um, you know, Kate, obviously you're on here on the, on the podcast, uh, not too long ago. So we kind of heard your story. Um, and, and Brooke, this is the first time meeting you, which I'm really excited, but Let's uh let's go ahead and start with you, Brooke, and kind of a background story of kind of of who you are and sort of how you got involved um, with the with the organization. Definitely, yeah. So I am a board certified music therapist, and so okay. I came to Kate three years ago, actually through my parents. So not to date Kate, but she went to high school with my parents. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that connection was always there. And then over the years, they'd run into each other and kept saying, "Oh, we need to get them together." Um, and eventually I did reach out after I graduated and I saw that she had just started a music program within Jacob's Chance and I was interested in helping with that. So I started as a volunteer for about a year and a half until when COVID hit, I was able to help Kate turn some of the programs virtual and then I was hired uh, part-time. And then about a, over a year ago, I was able to be hired full-time. So I'm the full-time program director now. That's, that's awesome. Um, no, that that's cool, and how kind of how how things work out that way, and uh, you know, and had Kate on before originally, um, you know, she mentioned some of those those kind of long term connections that kind of developed, and then uh, you know, obviously continue to kind of give back to the organization and help it grow in that way. Um, and and Kate, kind of how how about yourself? And also, you know, we probably should have started with how it started first as well, but you know, I wanted Brooke to go first since she hasn't been on yet. But um, let's let's kind of start with your uh, story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we refer to Brooke as the young and spry Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and date me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started, actually I started um, River City Buddy Ball, which was the athletics, as one is our athletic program of Jacob's Chance 15 years ago. Um, and just started off with uh, baseball and started adding more sports to it. But the reason why I started it, um, I was leaving a baseball game with my son, who at the time I was maybe seven, six or seven years old. And we were passing a baseball field where I saw all the parents out on the field. And um, 
I just sat for two hours in the stands and was able to communicate and talk with other parents, talk about doctors and just just connecting as parents do. And there's something about being able to watch your kiddo play sports. Um, yeah. Just a, you, you're proud of them because they're being independent. And um, so anyway, once I got closer to the field and saw the parents helping their um, kids play baseball, and I was couldn't quite figure out why until I got even closer and realized that their children had um, disabilities. And so they needed to be one-on-one. And I stopped, asked questions. Um, I've been told I have the gift of gab. So my boys would say, hurry up, mom. Um, <laughs> so I asked and they were having problems getting volunteers in. So I started reaching out to high schools around town and we started getting volunteers to come in which gave parents an opportunity to sit in the stands and have the same bleacher journey that I was taking myself and to be able to connect with other parents and watch their children play independently away from them. And it really helped grow awareness about people with disabilities and how um, if you just remove a few boundaries, they can do the same thing. Like it's, it's uh, inclusive. It should be inclusive. So that's kind of how it um kind of a quick story of the way uh, it got started and fast forwarding. um, So for five years, we did the athletics and we started to grow different programs. Um, And uh, as we were growing, I was working for an accounting firm and the partners all came to me and said, Hey, you know, you're really starting to branch out. You should make this like a true nonprofit. And so with the help of one, one of the partners can dance. um, He, got all my paperwork together, submitted it, and got my paperwork back stamped that we were official on February 5th. So that will be 10 years this February 5th that we've been Jacob's Chance. And um, so the question always, of course, is who is Jacob? And that's another part of how my story began is I met um, a lady named Terry Retzke, on the flag football field as my oldest, again, back to sports, was playing flag football with her youngest son. And I met Terry two years um, after her son Jacob passed away from complications of his disabilities. And I got to know Jacob through her and her family. And um, Terry used to uh, adapt um, the sports for Jacob to be able to play in the backyard. So he played backyard sports. He loved it. He loved the horseback ride. He, there's so many things that he did because people removed boundaries to make it happen. So when it came time to name Jacob's Chance, I thought that this could be Jacob's Chance to live through all of his friends. And the smiles that you see on everyone's faces now are the same smiles that you see in the pictures of Jacob. So it's kind of how the story started. <laughs> No, that's that's amazing, and obviously a great uh, honor for for Jacob in that sense. And I think what's uh, what's kind of truly impressive impressive is you know you taking your time to uh, kind of realize that um, I guess the differences and in interactions between parents and however their their kids are and that kind of stuff, and then understanding that. Because a lot of people probably don't think about that, you know, if they see an, an individual kind of like that and a parent with a, a, a kid, um, but then to figure out how to kind of shift that mindset of, I don't want, I don't want to say normal parent, but that's the only thing I can, uh, the word I can think of, but 
and help them kind of experience, have that same experience, which also help it helps the kid as well. Yes. Um, and the fact that you did that for so long before even becoming a, a nonprofit, um, there were like five years or whatever. So, uh, you know, just, uh, it sounds like you have a golden heart, I guess is what I'm getting at. <laughs> I do, but I definitely know that, um, I share that same passion right here <laughs> and with so many other, um, volunteers because volunteers are the backbone of Jacob's chance. And we truly couldn't do it without everyone's support and love. Yeah. Well, and it, and it's, uh, your, your personality is, is easy, easy to, uh, gravitate to, um, from the times we've spoken. So it makes sense why you, we get good people like Brooke and all the volunteers and everything like that around you. So Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, of course. So as far as like um, the specific programs that you all run um, and kind of um, kind of the age range and stuff like that, what are some more of the, kind of the, the details of, of kind of those specifics? I'll let my program director take it. <laughs> Pass the mic. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it's exciting. We actually just increased our top age range to age 40. So okay. we started, we served up to 25. And now over the years, as our participants grow up, we're not going to let anyone age out. And so yeah. we've been increasing the age. So now we serve from ages five to 40. Um, and of course, we start with athletics. That's kind of our, our founding program area. But then we've also, over the years, added an inclusive fitness and health program with BCU, which is amazing. They adapt uh, different fitness goals, uh, come up with you know, healthy eating plans. So they really individualize fitness for our participants. And so that's for the teens and young adults. Uh, we also have our adventure program, which I'm sure we'll get back to, but that's been really huge recently, getting, getting our participants into the outdoors and adapting activities in that way. We also have social clubs. We have a teen social club and we have a young adult social club. So we have the teen scene and then the hangout. And then we also have a weekly board game group. So we just come together, play games, hang out, just like any typical friends would do and kind of meet new people that way. And then the last program area that is just a few years old at this point is our day enrichment programs for young adults. So we realize that there is a need in the community for what is my child going to do after high school? If, you know, getting a job isn't the right fit, if a day program isn't the right fit, we've come up with these enrichment programs where we offer one to three programs every day where they can sign up. We've done music, we've done culinary arts, we've done STEM, we're, we have a Wonders of Wildlife program. We're working with different community partners to teach our group about wildlife, being them into the outdoors. So we really try to think outside of the box when coming up with program ideas, saying, you know, what are things that we want to do? Uh, what are things that typical young adults want to do? And then we kind of just go. For yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of great layers to that from the different activities to the like you mentioned, the social aspect to it, board games, all all those things. Um, really quite impressive that you all balance all of that. Um so, so when it comes to kind of branching out or, or that, well, as you all continue to branch out as far as the different programs and stuff like that, what, what does that look like? Is that, is that, like you said, just kind of, you know, Hey, we would like to do this. How do we make this work? Or are there ever any parents or individuals that come up and you're like, Hey, you know, Johnny's been talking about doing this. Like, do you think there's a group of kids that would also like to do that? Like, what is, what does that kind of that interaction look like to kick those, those new programs off? Yeah, we definitely, I feel like um, my whole journey for 15 years, we look, I've been listening to what the parents are saying. And listen, uh, in fact, we um, 
before COVID, we had an annual dance each year. That dance didn't start until one of the parents said to me, you know, my child will never be able to experience going to a dance, like a high school dance. And she wanted that so bad for her daughter. And I was like, well, let's just have a dance. So it's <laughs> like that. Um, another great moment recently um, as a participant came up to us and said that they would like to do um, an enrichment class and help lead it and design it. Um, I don't even want to talk a little bit more about that. It's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much we want to. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Because it's kind of in the works. So <laughs> Some yeah. teasers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we, I mean, we listen to what, what they're interested in and kind of go from there. So, yeah, this young lady said, hey, I'm really interested in this topic. Um, I don't know that I want to lead it, but can I kind of help put it together? Can I plan? Can we co-lead? And we said, absolutely. That's not even a question. We'll, we'll make it happen. So we're talking to different partners in the community to, to make this new and exciting program happen. So it's going to hopefully be launched in the spring. So we will be able to share more about that soon. That's um, but that happened with the Young Adult Club last month too. Every month we do something different as far as the social goes. And I had a parent come up and say, hey, my kid loves going to the arcade. And I said, okay, let's do it. So we had 32 participants over really? a couple of weeks ago and just having a blast. And so all it takes is a little bit of, you know, organizing on our part, um, making sure the venue knows that we're coming, knows what to expect, and just removing those small boundaries that may make it typically a little bit hard for them to participate in, in activities um, without a little bit of assistance. So we made it happen and they had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. And especially yeah, to be able to take that feedback or suggestions and actually be able to do something about it. I mean, there's some some organizations where they're kind of like, OK, this is the only thing we do, uh, you know, and, and you are super receptive to those ideas, which is which is awesome. And then and so kind of going back to um, who who you serve. So, you know, you you bumped up the age range, you know, you don't want anybody to ever kind of age out. So with that, like how many people do you all like work with, I don't know, in a year or a given time, especially with so many different programs? It, it seems like it's uh, quite a lot. Yeah. And, and not just participants, you have to include the volunteers in that number. As yeah. Well. Um, I would say well over 300. Yeah. I think yeah. It, families alone, we, we kind of added that for last year, over 500 families we were able to wow. last year. Um, of course, there are some families that only do adventures or only do sports, but then we have some that sign up for every single thing that we do. So we're pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be able to see people in lots of different aspects. Um, yeah, we kind of we kind of categorize. We have social and recreational programs, and so we we think of what people want to do and kind of go from there. But um, but yeah, yeah. yeah, we've served quite a, a few. lot of people. Yeah, from from five to forty. No, that that's amazing. That no, that's that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot, and especially an impact, and especially how that you know spreads out into the community, and not probably not even um, you know the the individuals or the families or the volunteers themselves. But if you're going to a public place, if you know I'm at the park and you all are doing something there, mm -hmm. you're going to see that, and it might it might make that person kind of change change their perspective in that way. I'm sure there's some kind of trickle unknown trickle effect that you would never be able to track, but I'm sure it happens all the time. Yeah, we do. And we do see those moments happen. You know, it's um, I was we were fishing um, with our friends at Beyond Boundaries last year and um, we were sitting on the pier and this family came over and they the young girl had never been fishing before. Uh, and she, you know, the mom started asking questions about our group, who we were, and um, we made a new friend. But it was just 
it was a moment when we were out and, and just a random family came in, sat down, and they then they started fishing with us. And then it became a true inclusive moment for everyone. And they walked away learning so much more than they knew before they came. And that's one of the whole missions of Jacob's Chance is, is to be able to spread awareness. And we do it through so many different people. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's so important. And it's cool. I'm sure those, those stories happen all the time. Um, you know, kind of as, as you mentioned, so as you're looking into, uh, 2023, what, what kind of overall goals, you know, going into to year 10 and everything and kind of that growth, like what, I guess, what, what does that look like? Or is you just kind of, you know, riding it as, as it comes? I think we do both. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I mean, you mentioned the word growth and that, that really is going to be our keyword for 2023. Um, in a lot of different ways, we're working on growing our, our team right now with hiring a, another program manager. So we're going to have a third member of our team here soon, which we're excited about. Um, and in doing that, we're going to be able to grow our participants, you know, grow the number of families that we can reach. We, we serve the Metro Richmond area, but a lot of families come out of town. And so we want to be able to offer programs in different areas, um, grow our volunteer base. We have some amazing volunteers, but there's so many people in this area who haven't heard of what we're doing. Um, don't know the mission of Jacob's Chance. Don't know how many wonderful people there are in this community that we serve through our program. So, you know, growing our volunteer base in that way too. So I think growth is, is mm -hmm. going to be our, our big word for 2023. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and, and it feels like part of that growth that you've all have had success with is partnering with other organizations. You know, you missed, mentioned VCU, Beyond Boundaries. I think you've done stuff with Keep Virginia Cozy before, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what what are those kind of relationships like and, and kind of, you know, working with obviously each of those kind of have their own their own niche um, in, their, in their own, but you're bringing your programs with their help and vice versa. Um, what, what are those those kind of relationships, those community relationships look like? Oh, um, truly that phrase, it takes a village to make things happen. <laughs> well, in, in our room, we say make great things happen and truly, um, beyond boundaries and keep Virginia cozy, um, art on wheels, the different, the different partners that we use, uh, help us grow, um, our programs and our participants. Cause, because without what they do, um, it'd be very difficult they're the, they're the pros at it. You know, we, we count on them to help us be able to take uh, their talents and enrich the minds of those we're serving. Um, yeah, there are a lot of partners. You know, we've been working, I mentioned the wildlife group earlier, and there are some partners we work with that have never worked with people with disabilities. And so we get to learn about what they do, the importance of that. They get to learn about the community we serve. And then together we have an amazing experience by working together and, and, you know, kind of meeting in the middle, learning about each other, raising awareness while participating in something really fun. So it's kind of a win, win, win in every area. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's, that's awesome. And that's, you know, it truly kind of building a community around that and opening other people's, mm -hmm. um, minds as well. And, uh, I guess that brings us to the thing that I mentioned, uh, at the beginning, you know, uh, you all are this month's nonprofit, uh, partner for the community collection for the month of February. Um, y'all can see the shirt they're wearing the shirt behind me, but you know, 20% of each, uh, of each purchase will be going back to your mission. So I'm really excited about that. But what does, I guess, what does the specifically this kind of, um, 
partnership kind of mean to you or it's a little bit of outside of the box you know i'm not uh, or we're not necessarily going out on the ventures but trying to help raise awareness what, what does that kind of stuff mean mean for you all as an organization well i think the fact that you you said it you're um raising awareness and that means everything to us um, because you're raising awareness for multiple reasons um we're going to be able to probably spread uh, for people in other areas, it could even be other states because some of the things that we do, we offer through Zoom. Yeah. And so we're going to hit a lot more people um, and spread the good word about the things that we do, um, which I think uh, we're pretty excited about. And just awareness about people with disabilities and and how you can be a part of removing boundaries to make um, everything, to make it inclusive, to make us all together. I think, you know, you have a, a lot of your own followers that aren't familiar with us and kind of that light bulb moment that Kate was talking about, you know, with the whole creation of Jacob's Chance. Oh my goodness, there's so many people out here um, that I didn't realize struggled to do these activities that I find, you know, day to day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think being able to raise awareness of the fact that there are adapted adventures out there, there are opportunities for people to get outside, to learn about nature. Um, to do all the things that we do. I think that light bulb moment we're really hoping can happen for more people too. It's easy to kind of stay in your own lane, not really be aware of the struggles that other people might have to do to do these things that you take for granted. So I'm hoping that that's a goal from this too. I think that could be really amazing. Truly. And I, and I also think as well, um, people have lots, there's different types of talents out there and we might be able to enrich our minds and enrich ours that, that we serve with some really cool things that we never really thought about. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're definitely open to people coming to us to say, Hey, I, I have this really cool idea and I do this. Would you like for me to lead a program for you? Um, so it's, it's just, that's how community comes together to, to make great things happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And, and um, you know, we're proud to be a part of it. Uh, like I said before, kind of your, uh, your personality and your golden heart when we talked on the podcast for makes uh, makes perfect sense um, for that. And a good point, too, about the the, the different uh, Zoom programs and stuff that you have as well for people that, you know, might not be local to the Richmond area. Um, to that point, where where can people find you online um, to kind of get involved if they are local or if, you know, they just kind of want to follow along, get some inspiration, look at the Zoom and that kind of stuff. So they can go to our website. Uh, the www.jacobschance.org website. Um, and you can also, at the top of our website, you can click on uh, receive the weekly newsletter. And in that newsletter, we um, uh, show the opportunities that you can register for as participants or volunteers. Okay. We also have uh, Facebook and Instagram. So we encourage people to follow us there too. We like to stay up to date on or make sure that everyone's up to date on what we have going on. So that's a pretty cool way to check out firsthand through pictures and videos what we're up to. Absolutely. Well, everybody, definitely uh, make sure you check them out online. Um, get involved if you can, volunteer. Um, if you're a business, figure out how to help them as well. Obviously, uh, big, big hearts over there at Jacob's Ranch um, as the big heart in the screen right here. If you're if you're watching this podcast, you can see that. So um, I appreciate you all coming on. I'm really looking forward to this partnership and wishing you all the best of luck for the 2023 year. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. We truly appreciate it. I, I really know things are really going to happen. 
we love what y'all are doing too. And so the, you know, the fact that we were picked for February is amazing. So we were really excited about the opportunity and kind of can't wait to see what comes from it. Yeah. We're going to make great things happen. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. And Hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion until next time.